Some days, does it feel like all you can do is just get your horse to actually put one foot in front of the other? He has no motivation whatsoever to do anything with any sort of enthusiasm or energy behind it. Well, if so, today is the day for you how to motivate your lazy horse. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and this is the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to have better conversations with your horse by giving you a couple of step-by-step little practices and ideas as to what to do to improve that conversation. Now today I want to talk about a lazy horse and I actually really do not like using that word. I find that it's Oh, it's a little derogatory, isn't it? Um, no, I don't like using it. Um, I find that some horses, bless their souls, they are just laid back. They are. They like to take life nice and easy. And you know what? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And we need those types of horses. They're fabulous. They're worth their weight in gold. However, sometimes it can feel a little bit frustrating. And maybe you do want him to just show a little bit more enthusiasm for what he's doing pretend he's enjoying the job a little bit so to speak and that is what i want to talk about today how you can start to i suppose encourage and to motivate your horse to become a little bit more self-motivated going forward in his riding and the two of you going forward together because it is exhausting let's be honest when it's like every single stride it just feels like you are kicking and pushing and shoving and come on buddy you're almost willing him just to go forward and there is nothing happening and it feels like as soon as you take your foot off the gas or your leg off or whatever the case is it just stops it kind of and it doesn't kind of wind down to a gradual stop it just it's, it's more of it's a very quick stop isn't it um and it can be really really frustrating for so many riders going forward now i mentioned there how i really don't like to use the word lazy horse i do find that some horses are just more laid back and that's their temperament they're just built like that that's how they're made they're lovely they're wonderful there's a great place for them in the world um but i do want to also point out before we go any further that i personally feel that a lazy horse and again there's that word hey but a lazy horse and an unresponsive horse are very often two different things and I find that sometimes they're all lumped together they're almost lumped into the same kind of a a a container and people say oh well you know he's lazy it's just unresponsive no no I find that some horses are just really laid back and it's got nothing to do with responsiveness or not they're just they're like ah you know what the good lord made plenty of time so why are we bothering rushing along here trying to get all this done right now we'll get there when we get there it's all good um and it can be very frustrating so what I want you to look at um, first and foremost and what I suggest you do is start figuring out if your horse is genuinely just very laid back or if he's unresponsive. Now, I, if you've been around here for any length of time, you know that I believe that uh, the majority of unresponsiveness is due to rider error, can we say, or just how the horse is being ridden, full stop. Um, so if that's the case, maybe you need to look at that a little bit. It could be due to a previous rider, it does not necessarily we won't just automatically shunt the blame over to you. It could be somebody else. Um, but either way, um, I do find that unresponsiveness usually stems from a rider issue um, over time, which the horse has just learned and basically been trained to become unresponsive. So keep that in mind as well. 
However, if you genuinely, it's not, it's not, it's not a response issue, okay? This is just, ah, he's not feeling that great. And he's not, he's not feeling great. He's actually feeling fantastic. He just thinks this is fantastic. Why should we want to rush and run around like headless chickens? Let's just all take it nice and slow. Let's think about this a little bit before we act on it, okay? Um, if he's just one of those type of horses, I do feel that the first thing you need to look at is your position, okay? Now, it seems really basic, but what I often find happening, and I'm going to kind of get into two different scenarios a little bit later, but what I often find happening with horses who are less than enthusiastic about moving forward is that the riders and the riders tend to begin to ride badly, okay? It's like the horse invites you and you take them up on the invitation. You say, okay, I can do that because it's always easy to ride badly, isn't it? Um, so, uh, and then what ends up happening is where maybe you could have been effective at some point, you actually become really ineffective. Um, and it just leads to this frustration. And of course, the more frustrated you become, the more badly you ride, uh, the more lazy the horse goes, or the, the more, I suppose, the, the, the less energy the horse is actually putting into this whole situation that's happening. And it's like a vicious cycle. So your position really matters. I would say it's vital. And particularly, I want you to pay attention to your lower legs. So a simple thing can be if you just click, if you could imagine we were just like that, made your horse vanish, would you land on your feet? Because what I often see happen with horses who are less than enthusiastic about moving forward is that the riders either begin to ride with their lower leg way too far back. So their lower leg is like somewhere, it's on holidays by the flank somewhere. <laughs> Maybe not that far back, but you know what I'm talking about. It's got It's gone way back. And that if we were to click the fingers and make that horse vanish, the rider would fall flat on their face. Not so nice. Um, and then the other side of the coin is that the rider almost at this point is just so trying to shove the horse with their seat. They're shoving and they're shoving and they're shoving that the lower leg has gone too far forward and that their, their toes are up there on holidays by the horse's elbows and shoulder area. And um, again, if we were to make the horse vanish, uh, the rider would land on on their bum, okay? So um, just important that you understand that your lower leg does have to be there. And also then that you have this responsibility as the rider to be really consistent, like really, really, really consistent. Because remember, while being very laid back is not necessarily being unresponsive, you do have to kind of up the responsive rate. And the only way you can do that and, and, and have your horse become more responsive um, is by you being more responsive and you actually taking responsibility for your role in the saddle. So having your position is really, really important. Now, I also just mentioned there quickly, I kind of skipped over it, but um, it was how the seat that the rider can be pushing and shoving. And I want you to think about this in a more longer term kind of a, a situation that maybe just maybe, you actually end up activating the engine. You get things going where, hey, the ball is rolling, you and your horse are going forward, you've got the energy there, you can feel it. You see, the problem is, <laughs> if, you, if you get to that point somehow, through some miracle, um, you get to that point, okay? Um, if you are riding with your legs on holidays up by the shoulders and your bum just, well, it's just chilling there in the saddle, um, you're actually going to block that energy. And what you're going to end up doing is undoing the forwardness you got, okay? So we're going to chat about that at the very end, maybe 
a couple of things you could do to help you with that, to help you achieve the miracle of going forward, okay? But um, seriously, it's really important to understand that you do need to keep your legs underneath you um, in order for your the rest of your position to work, okay? It sounds really basic, but just apply that. Would I land on my feet, okay? Very simple, it works, okay? The next thing I want to talk about is very often when you have horses who are really just laid back, they, they've kind of they've made a habit of this and what tends to happen is as riders we, we can get a little bit frustrated okay like we want them to go forward and let's say for example we're in walk and we want them to trot and well they're just not they're just not <laughs> they're not wanting to trot and you want them to trot and you end up you kind of haul out the stick the whip you give them a little tap back up your leg give them a tap and they tend to now if you if you ride a horse like this you'll know what i'm talking about there's this little kind of a it's like a, a skip moment that happens i don't know it and that's the only way i could describe it if, if i'm standing on the ground and i'm watching it it is it's kind of a hop and a skip and a jump it's this little skip that happens and it tends to throw a lot of riders off now again if you are incorrectly positioned before the hop, the skip and the jump, um, you are going to become very unbalanced and it means that any forwardness you got there is going to very quickly be lost, okay? The other side of this is um, when this often happens, what tends to happen is the rider tends to almost renege on their part of the contact agreement between horse and rider. And either they catch the horse in the mouth, they pull back, so the horse ends up hollowing, hollows out through the back, lifts the head up to try and get away from that. And again, you have the rider then sitting very deep into the saddle, lower leg shoots forward, um, so the forwardness, the momentum doesn't carry on anymore, okay? Um, or what ends up happening is the rider just throws the contact at the horse, okay? Now, neither of these are correct, Obviously, you understand this. Contact is really important. And if you're not quite sure of what I'm talking about, I'm going to suggest that you do go back to previous episodes. What I'll do is I'll link to them onto the show notes of this episode, which you can find over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash episode 1110. So 1110. Gosh. Okay. So we will, um, I'll link to all that there. But uh, just really important that if the hop, the skip and the jump starts... If that, if that's how we're kickstarting things here, that you're ready for it. Because what, you, what you'll find is over time, you'll actually be able to smooth that out. And that becomes relaxation. Of course, relaxation is tension management. And you'll actually be able to eventually smooth that out. I think getting going forward first and foremost here is the most important thing. And then you tidy things up afterwards, okay? So it's just important that if the horse gives the little hup into the trot or into the canter, and again... If you've never ridden a horse like this, you're probably going, what are you talking about? But if you've ridden a horse like this, you know exactly. You're like, oh, yes, that's it. That's the thing he does. Okay. Um, it's just important to almost, if you want to just ignore it, but be in the position to ignore it, <laughs> and, and uh, literally, figuratively as well, uh, to be in the position to ignore it and to get the horse to go forward. Okay. Really, really important. Okay. And then finally, the last thing I just want to touch on here quickly is the downward transitions. Now, um, I kind of mentioned at the very beginning that horses like this, you, you tend to ask them to slow down or to um, I don't know, transition, let's use from trot to walk here. And oh, they're so good at it. They're like just like that. 
they're there. It's really important that you keep your leg on. And this brings it, ties it back up to your position again. If your position is not right, you're not going to be in the right place to keep riding that forward. You don't want to lose the forwardness. You just want to ride the transition. And by doing so, you'll help then the horse not to be so heavy onto the forehand because you find that's often what happens. Horse gets very heavy onto the forehand. Rider tends to, due to the, the basic position not being in place, either tip forward and um, kind of fall onto the horse or get left behind, whatever the case is usually a tipping forward in this situation um, and the whole balance is gone and of course the horse then says oh you want me to stop right I'll, I'll, I'll do that I'm good at that I'll do that for you and uh, meanwhile that's not what you want at all so kind of I suppose the long and the short of it is it all comes down to your position now with regards to motivating the horse I think it's really important that you keep your horse inspired okay and I feel that as the rider as the team leader as the person who's making decisions that are you and your horse are what you're going to be doing at any given day or time and um, it's really important that you're looking for ways that your horse is going to feel inspired okay so it could be as simple as just getting out of the arena and um, it could be riding with other horses it could be riding up and down hills and I want to just leave it on that very often riding in a field or an area with a slight slope now I'm not talking about the side of a mountain here slight is the key word there okay emphasis on slight uh, slight slope is often a great way to work with a horse like this because you can use that slope to your advantage but the only way that you're going to be able to build off it is by you being in the correct position to let it all go forward afterwards. Okay, hopefully this has helped you. If you do want more kind of um, help with that, it's actually the topic for this month inside of Daily Strides Premium, and you can find out more on that over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join. Okay, I'm going to leave at that. Have a great week. Keep well, and I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.